Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 88 and I'm very glad you've joined us. We are wrapping up our experiment for July. It was a non-experiment. We didn't, this was not an experiment. We took, obviously you guys know that we've taken the month of July mostly off, but we did want to take part in Plastic Free July, as we mentioned in episode 88, I think it was. Uh, So we've been doing our best to cut down on plastic, particularly single-use plastics over the period of July. So we thought we'd come back today and uh, talk a bit about that. Also share some tips that you guys have shared with us via uh, email and comments, which has been really helpful. And also just talk about what we completely sucked at. Yeah. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ordinary, basically. And then reveal what we're going to do for August. We'll be back on the official experiment. Bandwagon. So Plastic Free July. How did we do? I think we did okay. We did okay. We were very, I think we were, we were always conscious yes. of Plastic Free July. And I even went to the shops to buy some fruit and vegetables and didn't end up buying some because they were wrapped in plastic. You did. You were very... I took your advice on board and we've since gone hungry. <laughs> Uh, no, you you were very mindful of it. Actually, I will say it was um, like you didn't forget to take the produce bags at all. And when you ran out, you just gritted your teeth and you just put stuff in loose. In which loose. I know that yep. you really hate. Yep, put it in loose. But also sometimes when I just forgot to take a bag, I was just carrying stuff. I do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you're like juggling it and people are like, can yeah. I give you a bag? No. <laughs> You can't give me a bag. I was wearing a hoodie and I was just stuffing stuff in my hoodie. And then you got arrested yeah, for stealing. looking like a, a, a youth of bad... Oh, baby, I don't think they thought you were a no. youth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very well. So what did you think of Plastic Free? Oh, it was hard. I knew it would be hard. And we certainly didn't go like zero waste levels. Um, but I think we did make improvements and... Much like most of our experiments, even though this was technically not an experiment, I think it brought the issue to the forefront of my mind a lot more. And going forward even, I will be making more attempts at at cutting back. I think um, that probably similar to the sugar challenge, I think I'll see the benefits of it going forward. Mm. but dissimilar to something like the sugar challenge is going to be slow. Like there's going to be incremental changes for me. So it's, it's much more like, um, I guess, decluttering or simplifying or even like adopting slow living that I just need to get a solution for one problem at a time rather than try and just do it all at once, which is probably the mistake I've made previously with this kind of thing. But we were really successful in cutting out the four major single-use plastics that the the actual uh, Plastic Free July movement asks us to cut out, which is water bottles, straws, plastic bags, and 
Single-use utensils? Yeah, um, maybe. Something like that. That's yeah. terrible. Um, so we didn't use oh, coffee cups. Oh, yeah. We didn't we didn't use any of those at all during the, the month, which was great. And mostly just by avoiding going out. Um, yeah, exactly. The, I mean, we've got keep cups, as we mentioned last time. So anytime I went to the coffee shop, I would just take our keep cups, which was fine. The only times we would ever use a plastic straw would be uh, with the kids' milkshakes, things like that. We just uh, didn't go out for milkshakes. It was pretty easy, really. Very easy. And uh, plastic bags, I don't use them, and you improved on that a lot. And um, I'm having such a brain fart. What was the other one I just said before? Plastic bags? No. Coffee cups. Coffee cups. Straws. And... We've been on holidays. Yeah, I don't know. It's an insight into how slow my brain really works. Pretty slow. Um, anyway, those four things I really did feel like we nailed pretty much. The areas that I found frustrating, and I think I probably would just have not paid much attention to it previous to this, um, is inheriting other people's plastic. Like if someone drops off something... At home. In plastic. In plastic. Yeah. Like that now has to belong to us. Yep. Which is just par for the course. I mean, if someone's dropping something off, then that's a kind thing. So I'm not going to get all up in arms about it. But one thing that I actually hadn't thought too much about, but we got a lot of questions about, was garbage bags, like bin liners. Yeah. A lot of people good had comments asked. comments on it's that. Really good question because, to be perfectly honest, I hadn't considered it much. Mm. Um, we, like our, our waste is cut way back over the years. So we probably only use one a week maybe, but we had just been using plastic bin liners just out of habit, not even considering it. So thank you to everyone who asked about it. What I would like to do is start using, um, either nothing mm. because we've just got like a, yeah, we could do nothing. a removable we could do it. bin and we don't have any food waste or anything in our rubbish anymore. No. That either goes to the chickens. We or... can absolutely do nothing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a really good simple solution yeah. that probably wouldn't apply for everyone. I'm sure that in some areas you might have to have bin liners. Well, if you don't have chickens and you don't have compost and stuff like that, then what are you going to do with your food scraps? Well, there's a few things you can do. Oh, I did make okay. veggie stock on the weekend. Oh yeah, that was good with our frozen vegetables, like our offcuts and delish. stuff. It was delicious. Um, so for anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram, first of all, go and follow me on Instagram. Second of all, uh, (laughs) I, um, I just put all of our frozen, uh, all of our veggie offcuts, peelings and, you know, tops and tails of carrots and all that kind of stuff, broccoli stems into a casserole dish in the freezer and collected all of our offcuts for a couple of weeks. And then once that was full, Literally chucked everything in a saucepan, filled it up with water and kind of let it simmer for about four hours, strained it into some glass jars and I've frozen it, but that just makes the most delicious stock uh, with no waste at all because then the boiled um, veggies have gone to the chooks Yeah. or you can compost them. But I guess that doesn't quite neatly sort of sum up what to do with it if you don't have compost or chickens, but at least it's getting something out of that. Waste. Just bury it. Bury it in the backyard. <laughs> what if you don't have a backyard? Bury it under your house. What if you what if you don't have a house? Unit block. Caravan. 
Tent. Thank you. <laughs> Rounding it out. Um, yeah, so I, then, I guess that that's something we can definitely do, get rid of those ecologically liners. sustainable bin liners, like we do get the good bin liners. But, yeah, uh, but I was reading about that. And oh, it's yeah. Like, what? Why? What? <laughs> We can't really feel that much better about using biodegradable bin liners when we're filling it with plastic wrapping from food. Really? That's so true. Uh, you know, so... So the bin liner dissolves and then everything just falls out of it anyway. It's another 500 years until the stuff inside it yeah, breaks down. That's so ridiculous. So it's really raised a lot of questions for me and hmm. I have had to struggle with it not being depressing, to be perfectly honest, because it's just like wherever you turn, there is plastic, wherever you turn. So, uh, you know, much kind of aligned to my philosophy on, on slow and simple living, I'm just deciding to tackle one problem at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we could lose our heads doing totally. this for sure. And that's what people say to me when they start to try and simplify their life. They start to look at all the different areas that they want to simplify and they get completely overwhelmed at simplifying or slowing down like their, their food and their home and their work and their money and their travel and their parenting, you know, and before you've even made one step forward, you feel completely weighed down by, by all the options and, and possibilities. So I guess that's really my approach with plastic free, even just really small steps, like finding a laundry detergent that comes in a cardboard box with no plastic liner. Um, EcoStore in Australia and New Zealand, I'm not sure if you can get it in the States, EcoStore has one. They used to have it wrapped in, um, like the powder came in a plastic bag inside the cardboard I container. I remember that. But now it's loose inside the cardboard, which is awesome. So that in itself. Uh, and then some suggestions that have come through about shopping in bulk because we don't have a bulk dry goods store nearby. There's Thanks to that person that rode in, though. I know. There's one a couple of 20 minutes away, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go and check it out. I tried desperately to get there three times during the holidays, but that did not happen. Be easier now. <clears throat> now the kids are back. Uh, but also even just going online and buying in bulk, so like five kilo bags of flour rather than 500 gram bags of flour, you're going to get one-tenth of the plastic. Yep than you would have if That's you were true. buying in 500 uh, gram bags, that kind of stuff. So I'm, yeah, by no means nailing it across the board, but I feel like we've made good strides. Agree. Mm. Yeah, and just on the, the comments, the people that wrote in, thank you very much for those. They're very encouraging. Very encouraging. I, I quite liked them all, actually. Um, what I thought was really interesting was the person that wrote in and started to talk about plastic is good for the environment. Oh, yeah. So we got an email from a listener and he uh, – it was a really lovely email actually, but he asked that we not kind of ignore the flip side of plastic and particularly plastic-wrapped foods because I went on a bit of a rant about, you know, wrapping up zucchinis and bananas and things like that. He sent me a link to an article, which I will include in the show notes, which basically suggests that wrapping pla uh, wrapping food in plastic, and the specific example in the article was a cucumber, is actually good for the environment. And I immediately scoffed at the idea. But when I went and read it, I can understand where it's coming from. Basically, what they're saying is wrapping food in uh, in plastic wrap prolongs their shelf life. 
which minimizes food waste. So, uh, you know, a cucumber that's wrapped in plastic will last maybe two or three times as long in your fridge as a cucumber not wrapped in plastic. And the, you know, the suggestion is that that means it's minimizing food, like our food waste, but also waste in the, um, you know, the shipping and manufacture growth, whatever of, um, of food. Like I get it. I Mm. understand that, but um, the way I see it is maybe we should just get better at buying only what we're going to eat rather than buy foods and expect them to last in our fridge for three or four weeks. So I I can understand that. And I appreciate it particularly for areas that aren't close to any food production. If you, you need like, you know, your cucumbers shipped 2000 kilometers into the outback or, you know, somewhere rural, then I get it. But I do think that we probably could all be a bit better at just buying what we need and using everything that we have and trying to sort of empty our fridge before we fill it again, which is something that we've definitely tried to do more lately. Yeah. So I appreciated him sending that through though, because it was food for thought and, you know, we all immediately just poo-poo the idea of wrapping food in plastic and I'm still not a fan of it, but at least it did give some perspective. So thank you for sending that through. Also, what about when we were talking about what, when I raised the zucchini conundrum, <laughs> that is the organic packaged plastic zucchini versus the free-range non-organic laying around. So I, I did some research and found out why they have to wrap those. The organic. The organic yeah. stuff is because... In transport or in storage, those uh, so the, the the organic zucchini is susceptible to like cross contamination cross contamination from other products that are stored or transported with them that aren't organic, so they can't right. guarantee that they're organic because they could oh, brush man. up against that other stuff and become contaminated so they can't that's the way of of insuring it. Right. So the bigger problem there is our logistics and just the way the industry runs and how Which I guess is organic is not as I guess important as the other stuff. And we're talking about in a supermarket, like a big I'm national just brand. About yeah, that, yeah. That. Which I guess is a good <clears throat> argument for buying direct from farmers where we can or buying like sourcing directly from an organics supplier yep. rather than leaving it up to the supermarkets to do that for us. Exactly. Yeah. Which, and that, that again, actually is a an imp- probably a change that we're making at the moment over the last three months or so, I think we've gotten better and better at it, is taking the, the extra time to go to the farmer's markets, which are on every two weeks where we live, and buying the organic loose, wrap, like not unwrapped produce from the farmer. And I think that has helped a lot because I'm buying a lot less produce at the supermarket in general. And anyway, yeah, correcto. I guess one of the last things that basically spoke to my personal laziness was people's comments on takeaway, uh, you know, because I had asked, and it, I'm sorry if it sounded like a stupid question, but I genuinely was curious about taking your own containers to a takeaway shop. Like my example was Thai and whether or not the restaurant would take on the responsibility of reusing the packaging, which of course they wouldn't if we just asked them to slop it into our own containers. Uh, but I think a really simple solution that I hadn't ever really considered was to just go to the restaurant with your containers, order it, <laughs> and wait for 15 minutes for them to, 
<laughs> to put it in your own container. I'm so, obviously, the only time really we get takeaways on a Friday night and probably only once every month or two we get Thai. Usually it's pizza which, come, which comes in cardboard anyway. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm just way too lazy on a Friday night. I'm just a bit burnt out by the so time it's Friday So extra 15 minutes of actually going there, ordering there, saying, here you go. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. That's basically what you're talking about. Because if you call up on the phone, you can't say, can you cook it, but leave it in the fry pan till we arrive. Like that's, they're not going to do that. No. So it's just a matter of- I really want to try it out. Well, I spoke to them. Yeah. And they're more than happy for us to do that. And they actually said, we encourage people to bring their own- That's great. uh, Their own containers. That's great. But- um, Yeah, that's great. And I really think that that we we should do that this Friday- and uh, we might report back on the success. Okay. I also actually spoke with the uh, like the butcher part of the supermarket, asked whether it would be okay for me to bring my own containers, and they were more than happy for me to do that. They said the only issue then, of course, would be you can't bring it back. I'm like, well, I don't often refund meat anyway, but um, they said the say they'd happily do that with like cold meats and things like that. And our butcher said the same thing. Did you end up asking Con when you went into the deli about Abs- cheese? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. D- do that for sure. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I guess the, the lesson there is to just ask the questions. And just have glass containers with you at all times. It's funny Seriously. you should say, I know, I have like six big glass jars in our car now. Yeah, just carry them around, like obviously clean, sterilised and disinfected. So, August. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do for August? We are going to do a screen-free bedroom for August. Mm. Mm. We have always been pretty mindful of screens in the bedroom, but I've got to say over the last few months it, we've slipped. Yeah, we have. Quite a bit. Didn't, haven't enjoyed it, don't like it, want to do something about it. it. Yeah, it occurred to me the other night, like we'd climb in bed and like – at the moment, I usually go to the library to get my books, hmm. but I haven't got any at the moment and I've been reading on the Kindle app on my phone. It's just, I don't know if you can be antisocial in bed, but it feels antisocial. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally be antisocial in bed. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So that's basically what it says on the box. No screens in the bedroom at all. Yeah, so phones... We don't have a TV. We don't have a TV in the bedroom and we don't take a computer. It's only ever a phone. So uh, they they will be removed. So you're going to have to find another means uh, to for an alarm. I'm just going to buy an alarm clock. I've been threatening to buy an alarm clock for about a year. I'm going to actually buy one now. And I think it's going to, to, to be very interesting to see how that impacts. Quality of sleep, you know ability to get to sleep for you for me mm. it's never been that big a <laughs> deal uh waking up yeah it's just going to be really interesting and we're going to um we'll monitor our our sleep behavior but that one starts on the first of august so please feel free to join in that one has very low low um barrier to entry so come and join us and we're going to wrap up with plastic free july over the next few days, but uh, yeah, that's something that will definitely be ongoing for me. Yeah, same. <laughs> Enjoy your week, my friends. Catch you later. Jack Rabbit. <laughs>
for your ears. Who is that? Hi, podcast.